0: Welcome to Dogsthorpe Infant School Launch Pad. Stand by for action.
1: This is your captain speaking. We've been
0: cleared for departure. OK, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to Eddie's Launchpads. It's the podcast for parents, teachers and schools across Peterborough and across Cambridgeshire. Welcome to all of our listeners today. Hope you're going to enjoy this episode. I'm sure you will. While school budgets are tighter than ever before, it's important not to underestimate how influential the playground environment can be, especially when it comes to a child's development. In a playground with lots of different features, the child can enjoy exploring the various possibilities and so develop the sense of imagination, coordination, social skills and physical development. A company that offers schools a bespoke design and installation service for setting up a new playground environment is Playtime by Thorns. And we're delighted to welcome on to our launch pad today, Graham from Thorns. Welcome to the show, Graham.
1: Hi there, Dave. Yeah, so I'm the Sales and Marketing Director at Playtime by Fawns. Uh, We design, install and build inspirational playgrounds for schools and nurseries across the UK. Um, We've been established over 30 years, um, got a lot of experience working in the industry. We work very closely with schools across the industry. Uh, I'm very passionate about what we do. Absolutely love what what we do and... uh, Just, yeah, like to work with these schools closely to make sure they get the playgrounds that they're actually looking for and and really inspire those children to get outside and and be active, really.
0: Now... It's it is as as I said in my introduction. It is very important to get the environment right, isn't it? And I'm guessing that you offer different uh, different environments for different age groups. So uh, for, let's let's take for example uh, a nursery first of all. What so if it was a nursery or a playgroup, what exactly? can you do if we, if you had a blank piece of paper, obviously size is important, the amount of ground you've got, but what are the sorts of things you can you offer?
1: Yes. So um, from, from our point of view, it's fantastic really to get in at an early point with regards to the project. If people have got designs and they've got a dream kind of playground, they would, they would like to create. We'd love to get involved at an early stage and kind of talk them through what's achievable, understand a bit more about their project, their budget, the space available. We look at kind of grounds and condition of the the soil and and the area that we're looking at to to develop. Once we come in and so definitely kind of encourage people to contact us at an early stage, um, regardless of budget so that we can come in and we can have those, those conversations as early as possible to help them then get that plan in place and get that vision for what they can achieve and give them something to work towards really. From our point of view, what we like to do then is come in and we come in and, and we sit down with the key stakeholders within the school or the nursery setting and talk through their ideas. And then based on our experience, what we're able to do is give them some guidance and give them some further information through that meeting about what is going to be achievable and what we can do and potentially phase the project, which is really good. to so maybe you see that long term vision. And then we work it back in phases about as budgets permit, what what we can actually do and how we can achieve that long-term really. Um, We've got a team of consultants across the country. So we can come out, we come and sit with you, go through it, have a cup of tea, go through the the design um, and just make sure that all the key stakeholders, obviously critically, the children are gonna get what they want out of that playground. And we're gonna meet your expectations on that. So um, it's a consultation service. Free service will come out. There's no cost involved. Once we've had that consultation, we, once we've gone through that meeting, we'll then come back and we'll actually come back to you with a computer aided design, a, a CAD drawing to kind of help you visualize that and what what it's going to look like, uh, and just make sure you're you're happy with that and we we've, we've met your vision on on that play area really. So um, yes, we'll then provide you with that free of ser- free charge uh, to to kind of look at that and then. Once that's kind of been consulted on and kind of met the vision there, and yeah, obviously agreed budgets on on what's realistic, then we'll kind of work with you throughout the process. And then we're kind of a one-stop shop to kind of oversee the whole project for you once once budgets are in place and we've we've got that go-ahead really, then we'll, we'll oversee the whole project from start to finish.
0: That's amazing. And and I'm guessing that if uh, if a particular school um, was thinking of, of a particular theme, it might be, I don't know, a, a ship, a maritime sort of theme, or a, in our case, a space theme with stars or with rockets or stuff like that, you could handle that sort of business, could you? Most
1: definitely, yes. Yeah. So we work closely. You mentioned kind of early years previously. So Um, Yes, depending on the setting, we've got a lot of experience working with schools and nurseries. We understand, obviously, from a curriculum point of view, that the ethos is very open-ended, not too specific. But some settings still like the the traditional boats and planes and trains. So we can provide that most definitely, but yeah, with an eye on kind of the curriculum. So we'll help and and support the the curriculum and what the, the senior leaders are looking for within that play space. To make sure it is kind of along the lines of what's going to be appropriate long term for them, really.
0: And and when it comes to the material you use, I mean that's a that's a big thing these days about sustainable stuff. And presumably you 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 use good materials, long lasting materials.
1: That's critical. I think when whenever you're looking at a playground project, you have to make sure that it's sustainable products. So, so everything that we we source in terms of our materials is all checked. We um, use FSC timber, make sure that all comes for sustainable sources. We use uh, a South African timber, actually, which sets us apart from some of our competitors just because it's so used to the UK climate. So when you're using a natural product like that, it will expand and contract. But it's important just to make sure you get that good quality timber to make sure that it's going to last and it's, it's going to be safe for the children to use, really.
0: Mm, because it has to go through... Quite a quite a quite a go, quite a go with all the children clambering all over it. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's really hard work. And we've got a um, a trim trail, and we've had it for quite some time now, and now it's starting to to look its age because it has been through all the weathers <laughs> and a, and a lot of shoes have climbed up it, and a lot Might of kids have yeah. scrambled over it. it. It has to go through the the material. I guess that you you install has to go th- be hard wearing and go through a lot. It is. It's,
1: it's uh, one eye on, on sustainability and making sure you know it's, it's right for the environment, but also longevity is critical to us and making sure that whatever we're installing is, is it's an investment from the school's point, point of view and making sure if they're spending that money, they're spending it wisely and whatever we install is going to be robust, it's going to be safe, but it's also going to last for them as well uh, and make sure it can stand up to, to the usage on a daily basis uh from from the children going on it and using it which is what we want we want them outside we want them active we want them playing all year round but uh, to make sure yeah it's good quality and it's going to last for them is critical
0: mm. the what about the uh the 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 ground that it, they stand on um do you provide that as well or is that is that from another company and we've got to include that in our funding yes
1: no we can provide it so we are a one stop solution so we we oversee the whole project from start to finish so again kind of to touching it earlier but safety is critical making sure that whatever we're installing complies with the industry guidelines it's safe for the children to use we make sure that it it covers head entrapments finger entrapments that, that you know it's all safe for them to use in terms of the surfacing um, so we'll do absolutely everything from start to finish for the schools to make sure it's safe and, and it's all in place for them um, and, and yeah, there's there's no issues with regard to, to health and safety there for them
0: Now we've been thinking about nurseries and, and in our case infants um, What are, what is your, your age range? What do you go up to when it comes to playgrounds? Do you also cover primary schools of an older end you know, the key stage 2 age child?
1: Yes, so so we work with nurseries and schools across the country. Um, and we work with early year settings. Uh, we, we look at outside areas. We look at the ser- seven areas of learning with early years in particular, and obviously the curriculum there, the free flow for the children. So we've got a good understanding of, of early years in particular and those different areas of learning and creating those outdoor spaces that, that mirror the inside. So um, yeah, that's, that's a lovely part of what we do. Really enjoy that. And that, that's you know, fantastic to see these transformations kind of take place really and the children are outside there uh, using that. We then go through to key stage one and key stage two. And then obviously we're looking at the outdoor spaces. So whether it's a a small space that just needs transformation or or a larger space, it really, you know, varies on a a day-to-day basis that the projects that we're working with. Um, And yeah, we look at things like physical development. We look at multi-use games areas. We then, obviously the traditional trim trails, we've got a variety of kinds of physical development products that we work with schools on just to establish what they want and it's really about each setting and each school and what they're looking to achieve so we'll do kind of come in and have a full kind of assessment and analysis of what's there already and then talk to the school and just ensure that you know the money they're spending is they're spending it wisely and we can give her advice about how best to kind of develop their outside space um yeah just just thinking about budgets and and kind of what they can afford and, and what's achievable really We we children.
0: Yeah, we we seem to have come full circle. When I was at school in the sixties and the seventies, there seemed to be loads of outside space, and then uh, schools started selling off their ground because it was all about you know. I think of my my secondary school, for example, it was a huge, huge amount yes. of grass, And then they sold Nobody it off either. for housing and things started getting smaller and there was less room to have areas like you offer. Uh, and so we're, we're always, as schools, we're always looking at, at areas, outside areas, like how we just had a new outside gym installed. And all of those sorts of things are important, which is why we... Uh, we as schools have got to think about how we use our pieces of grass much more effectively. It's not just about having a game of football. It is about looking at that ground and thinking, how can we use it more effectively in the learning areas? And that's when great organisations and companies like yourselves uh, come into into, uh, into play. Now, one thing that I hinted at in my introduction all of our schools, including Dogsthorpe infants, are really hard-pressed regarding funding. Um, and it's, it's never been more important now, especially with the cost of heating and things. Uh, we're always up against it. Um, obviously, if, we, if a school is thinking about an area, using an area and getting you guys in, I'm guessing that we're talking about a lot of money, aren't we?
1: yes i mean these projects can be expensive uh when when you're looking at it certainly you know coming into to to the industry it's like goodness look look at this but you you do get that kind of long-term investment really that's kind of the the essential part of it you're not buying something from you know a local uh organization that you really don't know what you're going to get and it's not going to last uh it's about you know doing that research and making sure you're buying good quality and it's appropriate for, for the children with the health and safety element to it as well like like we said earlier um but you're right i think yeah from from years gone back we're kind of showing our age a little bit but yeah years gone by there was lots of space um field space was and and everything was open it it was lovely but times have changed and school numbers are increasing schools are extending having to take more pupils uh spaces that are premium on occasions trying to be creative with some of these spaces can be a, a real challenge so uh, again, it's important that you kind of contact the experts, as it were. Get us in at an early stage if you're kind of looking at this, or you know that there's plans afoot to develop an outside area. Then, then contact us. Get in touch, uh, and we'll be happy to come out and have a look at it. And yeah, we can then offer those solutions to be as creative as possible with that, and make sure that it's going to work for you long term, um, and and not kind of have any regrets, regrets, and thinking, oh goodness, if only we we you know thought about that a bit further, then uh, yeah, we wouldn't be in this situation. But we, we deal with a lot of situations where we, we're coming out, we're chatting with schools, and we've got a lot of products that we can offer that provide that outdoor play and also the learning element for the children uh, in, in potentially smaller spaces than, than were there previously and be quite creative with that as well.
0: Now, when in regard to finances, um, obviously uh, some schools will be thinking, I'm, we're never going to be able to afford this. I'm sure there are people listening to this now thinking, I know my budget. I'm not going to be able to afford this. Are there any areas of help regarding funding that uh, you could offer?
1: Yes, yeah, so um, I mean, fully aware. We, we appreciate that the situation that schools are in, budgets are tight. We we hear it on a daily basis, and and appreciate it. it's it's so difficult for for schools in the current climate. We've got a real situation where we probably need this funding more than ever with regard to the children coming out of the, the pandemic and the, the health issues we all know about. don't want really to go too deep into that today, but uh, we we're all aware of, of kind of the, the essential need to get these children outside and get them active. Um, and funding, as, as you say, is, is a real tricky situation at the minute. We've worked with a lot of schools in terms of their sports premium money over the last couple of years, which has been really good in terms of getting these, the access to, to the outside activity for the children and seeing a lot of benefits of that. Uh, and at the current climate, we're working with schools on a daily basis in terms of funding. PTAs are going to come into it, Certainly, think Friends of the Schools PTAs are going to be essential at this point to kind of help out. And so if you've got an active PTA, um, they, they are critical and so good to help the schools in, with that resource to, to kind of support the school in this, this current climate, really. Um, there's other bits of information we've worked previously with the lottery sometimes they have grants and and pots of money that can be applied for local authorities still have little pots of money that we kind of become aware of we work well in terms of working with schools a lot of word of mouth and recommendations or little kind of snippets that we hear about other schools we can kind of pass on that information as we're going around and we do work with schools as well with regard to funding so we've got various kind of um, revenue streams that we can kind of say this grant is available, that grant's available, and we kind of work with the school centre to kind of give them that advice about what pockets of money they can apply for, uh, as as we hear about bits and, bits and pieces in the industry.
0: So if if you came for your um for your design and we thought, oh hang on. I think this, this might be have a bit of mileage in this. We might not be able to get this. Um, you could, you could point us in certain areas that we could explore, which, which I'm sure is yes. quite useful. Very useful.
1: Yes. I mean, obviously it's in both our interests, isn't it really? To, to kind of help and support wherever we can. And, um, you know, we're extremely passionate about getting these children outside and active. We, we want yeah. them to, to be out there. It's, it's essential really. So, um yeah it's part of our mission to to kind of work mm-hmm. with schools to to get these children outside and active so wherever we hear about this money or funding or pockets of money to help and support the schools do this then then we're there to 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 help and on hand really
0: it's strange isn't it that um you know again thinking about how when i was at school and i know they can't do this now they're not allowed to but when i was at school we had acres and acres of fielding that seemed to go on forever i mean it well, there was a huge area of grassland that we had all rugby pitches football pitches it was huge and yet when it came to running they sent us on the road and we we could run around <laughs> run around the town you know and and there's yes. one sports teacher in his car just yelling from his window at us you know move yourself and um, and of course they can't do that now and yet they had all those fields and now we've lost all of those fields and the government's saying to us you must get these kids doing more sport and you think but you 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 sold off all of the grounds and so we're forever looking at at pieces of ground and thinking how can we give the their children fresh air and exercise and use their imagination and get them on equipment where they uh, are actually keeping fit but not realizing they are they're just keeping fit through fun and which is where your equipment comes into play and it's using that and using our money in an effective way and of course uh, perhaps with something like a trim trail i guess that could be used on a a sports budget could be used on that the sports premium
1: yes most definitely a lot of schools are using that sports premium money that's there we're obviously waiting to hear what the government's plans are with that going forward but um yes we've kind of been working with schools over you know the last few years since this has been available to to make the most of that and things like trim trails and uh, something called the pick up sticks, which is very popular across the industry. That that's extremely good for getting the children physically active and those gross motor skills, and and kind of really developing their their, their physical kind of core strength, really, and the agility and balance at, at, across there, which is uh, essential really at the minute. um Yeah, so w- we will kind of provide a variety of different um, products for them to be able to to make the most of the space that they've got, and obviously it's. it's critical with that budget as well to make sure that you know we get as much as we can within the budget that's there.
0: Now you say you operate across the whole of the country which is great so I'm assuming it wouldn't be a problem if one of our schools in Cambridgeshire or in in the city of Peterborough contacted you and said could you come down and have a look at the ground and and let's let's start at least start our discussions that would be okay would it?
1: Most definitely, we'd love to come and have a chat. It's a free consultation. We'd come out, we'd have a a conversation about the space in the area, um, get an understanding of kind of what you're looking to achieve. Um, It it really is a relaxed conversation. It's not, you know, pressure selling. It's about making sure that it's the right solution for that school. So, be be lovely to come and have a chat with with you guys, and and yeah, just uh, yeah, come out there and see how we can help. Really, and, and yeah, get these children outside if we
0: can. So if people want to get in touch with Playtime by Fawns, where do they go?
1: Fawns.co.uk and then
0: our contact details are on there.
1: Um, Contact us, speak to one of our friendly consultants uh, will will be happy to discuss the initial ideas.
0: Well, thank you for your time today, Graham. It's been wonderful meeting you and hearing about fawns. Long may it continue. I I hope that we can get you into uh, our area, hopefully into our school. Um, I'm guessing that a lot of listeners out there, uh, senior leaders, school leaders, teachers... I'm guessing everybody is being very, very um, cautious at the moment. Of course, and um, this is for you parents as well that you may not realise that at the present to uh, pay. Uh, the increase that the teachers are rightfully asking for, in my humble opinion, uh, because they work very hard. If that goes ahead and they get an increase, chances are the schools won't get any more. So what that will mean is that it will have to come out of the present school budgets, and they've just already had one rise this year. So it's going to be, schools are going to be thinking, oh, hold on, we need to keep some money back just in case our staff get a pay increase. So um it's, it could be easy to think, let's just push that aside regarding playtime and let's just push it aside and wait. But I, I, can I just say to all of the parents who are thinking about that and all the teachers who are thinking that very thing, um, never underestimate that playtime can be an in, excellent time for children to keep fit and to learn as well. And that's why fawns, as one of the great companies to contact and at least get the discussions going, because who knows, out of this podcast, you may have an excellent new play area for your children to learn and keep fit. Graham, thank you for your time today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And so another great show comes to an end. Eddie and Captain Dave, thank you all for listening to their show. Tune in again soon when Eddie's Launchpad will be waiting to take you and your children on another exciting learning journey to dream, believe and shine. of the Hampton Academies Trust. It's the school where stars go to dream, believe and shine.